What I miss. So what did I miss? What did I miss? Hello everyone, and welcome to So What I Miss. I'm Oliver, and joining me is Chach Maruni. Uh Mondell Rochester, the third. As always, of course. And this is the show where we show how little we know about a show. That's right, we're gonna be taking finales out of context. Not even knowing these shows whatsoever, and review the entirety of the show based on the contents of its finale. And today, we are unfortunately doing Firefly. 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 Everybody loves Firefly. Like everyone's like, you gotta watch Firefly. It's such an injustice that it was canceled. I'm going to disagree on the everyone likes Firefly. A very small sect of nerds like Firefly and demand every year that the show come back and do GoFundMe pages and all these things. But because no one gave a fuck about Firefly, it lasted one season. It was canceled for a reason. Yeah. One season. 14 episodes and a movie called Serenity. But the first episode was called Serenity 2, and that first episode was two hours long. So why the fuck are they making like... Four hours worth of, 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 a, of a bullshit project called Serenity. Serenity. Yeah. Two hours of dialogue in an abandoned storage container floating in space. Oh, yeah, and the CrossFit, as you said. Yeah, it looks like a CrossFit. It also, <laughs> it reminded me of, and I think I said this about another show we watched, it reminded me of when you're standing in line for the X-Men ride at Universal Studios. <laughs> that was the whole aesthetic of the place that they were at. Wait, what was, uh, wait, what's the X-Men ride like? I'm sorry, I haven't seen never, this ride. It's, well, I mean, it's just like, you know, just Universal Studios bullshit when you're in line and it looks like you're in a weird... Did you, uh, you, wait, did you just call like the magic of Universal Studios bullshit? Is that, is that what's going on here? Well, for a television show set. Okay. And to be fair, you didn't say the magic was... You said that like the X-Men part was. The magic exists over at the uh, Harry Potter area it in does Universal. in the butterbeer oh, so oh, all this crap so good it might not have been x-men men in black i was thinking of different men oh okay, different men different <laughs> men. <laughs> different colors all together <laughs> yeah different aliens man. <laughs> okay objects in space that is what this episode is called objects in space you guys get the title do you guys understand the title yeah, he's trying to be philosophical, but he's not. Yeah. Oh, there's a great story behind it. But um I guess we could start at the beginning. Uh what is her face? We start with a, with uh, our 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 Opening Terminator girl on a young teenage girl with confused face. Yeah, Mila Nojevic. like yeah, from the, Fifth Element. From Fifth Element, but not the half off element. <laughs> yeah, it's just that same character, or kind of like Eleven from Stranger Things. Like she's magical and she has special powers, and she's just kind of her brain is scrambled eggs, and. Uh, She's like idiot savant. Yeah. She's the she's the um, uh, UPN TV show equivalent to a, an eleven character, basically. Yeah. She's like yeah. She's twelve. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We found out that this trope is called uh, "Born Sexy Yesterday." It's uh, used in the Fifth Element. It's just where like um, a, a woman just wakes up as an adult form, but still has childlike attributes and still figuring out the world or something like that. They usually like wake up naked or something. And I think she, on the previously on, I saw her like wake up from some pod naked. Always uh, a pod. There's goo. Goo. It's, it's birthed, you guys, but it's birthing a woman. So it's okay to feel attracted to her, even though she's like a kid. That's basically what this trope is. It's really, really gross. But no wonder. You, I, I, I was <laughs> wondering why you kept calling her the Terminator. The Terminator. Well, okay, she also plays in the Sarah Cro- the Sarah Connor Chronicles TV show of the Terminator. She is the Terminator. She's oh, the main oh. one protecting them. Oh, oh, wow. I could do a show's planners on that easily. You guys have not seen this. No. Oh, no. I don't even oh. know that was a thing, really. <laughs> oh, yeah. They- yeah, I've skipped the last couple of Terminator movies as well. Ooh, so. I have not, and you did the right thing. Good job. Well, you know what? I say past two. They've only made two since three, right? They made, yeah. uh, okay, I saw Salvation. Salvation, yeah. Salvation. That was awful. I saw it at a midnight screening. We got free tickets, and I was probably going to see it anyway because I was really hot on uh, Christian Bell at the time because he was on a streak. And I was like, oh, you know what, maybe, but Mick G is a really, really, really awful director. 
And probably person. Look at that guy. I couldn't tell the difference between anyone in Salivation. I thought like Gerard Butler was Christian Bale at the same time. Was Gerard weird. Butler even in that movie? He's what? not in that movie. What? There was some other dude that looked just like Christian Bale that was in the movie and I was having a hard time staying awake and telling who everybody was. Genevieve, have you ever seen it? No. Okay, Good job. The, the best part of the movie is the callback, which is um, Chick comes up to Christian Bale, who plays um, John Connor, comes up to her and he, she, you know, she asks, so what am I supposed to tell your men? When they ask where you went, and he looks at her and he goes, I'll be back. And then it immediately cuts to him racing through like the wasteland desert to the uh, Guns N' Roses song from Terminator 2. Okay. Yep. And it's like two callbacks, one after the other. Yeah. And that was the highlight of the movie. That's the highlight. Yeah. Everything else is really bad. That's so reboot. But I, oh yeah, back to the actual show we were doing. Okay, so the girl, she's dumb, and she's walking around really confused um, while people are casually bantering. And the worst, like, porno banter ever. Picture me naked, right? That's going to be hard to do. Like, that was so bizarre. Like, the two characters were... Yeah. Okay, so the Terminator girl is River. That's her name in the show. And her brother is... What is her brother? Like, fake Xander. Yeah, fake Xander. He looks like fake Xander. Like, Xander, but, like... uh. We're supposed to care more for some reason? No, Xander, know your place, Xander, okay? He wore a lot of, like, two-tone flannel shirts that boys wore in 2002. Yeah, and then he was with, um, what's her name? What did you, Rachel Hare? Walmart shirt? Oh, Walmart shirt. (laughs) Yeah, there's this other girl who's supposed to be a mechanic because she, like, plays with wrenches a little bit in a hole at one point, but she's wearing, like, this, like, shirt from the... 14-year-old's juniors section in Walmart from 2002. It's the worst shirt. It's, like, pink and, like, kind of girly and kind of lacy in places, but, like, that cheap faded glory lace. That's what I was about to say. It's absolutely faded glory. Yeah, and then her little cargo pants, because that makes her a mechanic, because <laughs> she's a bitch in cargo pants, and she's got, like, a, the Rachel haircut, but, she like, from Supercuts. Yeah, that's the big will they or won't they, by the way. That is... That's it? That's the one. This is the... We're going to really keep us in for season two that never happened. The seven <laughs> seasons that were supposed to happen. Ugh. Will yeah. they? Will they? Ugh, the foot was in his face already. I don't well, know. Well, I guess they didn't. So so she had the bad Rachel haircut, so he was Ross? Possibly. Because that was... Xander that's, Ross? that's Friends. And I don't want to say too much, because eventually we will do a show splain on Friends, and I can't wait to do it. Yeah, because we do not know friends I don't know at anything all. about friends. Yeah, I don't no. have any friends. No new friends, okay? I know everything about friends, so that's definitely something to look forward to. Um, Bragging about your friends, okay? Yeah, there you go. I look. <laughs> I got friends, and they're there for me. Yeah, no new friends, okay? That's what I got. And I didn't have old ones either, so it works out. <laughs> One is bastard. silver and the other is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, um, okay, so Terminator continues her trail through, like, the the ship, the CrossFit ship. And she runs into like the chef and t-shirt guy. T- what is on this guy's t-shirt, by the way? I, I a, tried. I tried really hard. It looked like, I thought at first, My Little Ponies. But then I was like, is that a naked lady, My Little Pony? What is going on with this shirt? But him and a chef, apparently a chef that is a shepherd. What was, what was his deal? Some kind of uh, religious guy. Uh, not a eunuch. His dick's still there. His dick is still there, people. But, but he. You know, yeah. He's never done it. He doesn't fuck. They're talking about fucking. A guy who has fucked before and is wearing a t-shirt is talking to this monk guy who's a chef. Was he a chef or was he just making himself food? I don't. Yeah, (laughs) this is something I just perceived. He's like making food. He's the chef. Fuck it. He's the only one that made food in the episode. So he is a chef in his own way. Okay. And here's where we learn that Rivers Phoenix, Mm -hmm. born sexy yesterday, (laughs) from Fifth Element, um, like. Can read minds? She can read minds. She can read intentions or something? I don't... I think I have the exact quote, but it's weird. Yeah, basically, she can read minds. She can do this thing where the camera cuts to their face really quick, looking a different way, maybe more evil. You know, like, super and focused on she it. can tell if you, like, had sex with animals when you were a kid and cleaned up afterwards, and she knows that your mom's dead. Yeah, and t-shirt guy's like, I'm just in it for the money. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. In what for the money? <laughs> and this, what are they doing on this ship? What is going on? Are they lost? I should hope they're getting paid. They're in the middle of no and where. Yeah. You did say that. That's coordinates. Oh, no, 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 no. Not in the middle. I'm sorry. It's at the corner yes. of no and where. I just, the intersection. You don't want to send people to the like, middle of what, And Oliver, what, what, uh, what corner is this show at? Oh, this corner is exactly, uh, it's at that 
at the exact corner of uh, who in cares? Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like if the this whole uh, storage container of individuals just disappeared, I don't think anyone would notice. Well, they all suck. Like I, I know. I, you know granted, we only saw one episode, but I yeah. found no one likable in the slightest. Only like half of them were really used. T-shirt guy barely used. Chef guy got knocked out immediately. Yeah. The guy from uh, who played the pirate in Dodgeball, he he went to bed. Yeah, it was good. Nathan Fillion got kicked in the taint. Yeah, he did get kicked. And then kicked. he made a couple jokes. <laughs> but first, we have a part where like River uh, River Phoenix goes uh, and sees this little like uh, forest thing going, like a bunch of tree limb, like a tree limb, mm-hmm. and a bunch of grass—not grass, but leaves. Leaves just chilling leaves on the grass. ship, and you're like, "What's going on here? There's no nature around." She picks up this little branch. And it turns out it's a gun, apparently. And she's, like, threatening people somehow. That was the weirdest <laughs> shit ever. What happened here? It was awesome. That was the only part of the show I liked. Yeah, she finds a stick yeah, and says, pretty. objects. It's just an object. It's not what you think it means. Oh, yeah. Just an object doesn't mean what you think. Uh, and then it's a gun, I guess. It turns into a gun because once she realizes that they're just objects in space, she can make objects what <laughs> she wants to, kind of. Well, that was T-shirt guy's gun. Apparently, he left it out, and she just like saw it as a branch. Oh, because she yeah. doesn't have moral values to things. Yeah, or like a- according to Joss, okay, yeah. Joss Whedon. <clears throat> let's get let's get the Joss's of, uh, opinion. Let's get the Joss in here. The according- most important opinion on feminism. Jossin around. <laughs> According to Joss, this is, means that she has good moral values because she sees things like a gun as a peaceful object of nature. Oh, it's object-oriented in orientalism? Something object-oriented something. I don't know. He only read like two books in ninth grade about <laughs> He definitely <laughs> read a book everything. in ninth grade. Like, I'm not kidding. He actually said that in his commentary track. He, he really reveals it all. He read two philosophy books in ninth grade that his friend hooked him up with and that's oh, object-oriented ontology. It's where you start to you look at all objects and describe them and analyze them as if they all have like the same size or value. So you're you're treating something, an object with emotional value, the same way you treat grass or dirt or anything else or humans. Yeah, objects in space, people. That's the title <laughs> makes sense. Everyone, we. Yeah, I read a book once too, Joss. Yeah, Joss. Joss. We didn't try to make a fucking show called Firefly, though. That was what we avoided doing. <laughs> My storage <laughs> containers are used for storage, not locking up a bunch of twenty-year-old astronauts. Yeah, when I CrossFit, I do it at like you know Earth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, she picks up the gun. Crew feels threatened. Uh, are they? They're stranded, right? Because they're at the corner. And, yeah, no one where. Um, and no one can come get them. That's established because they don't want the Rivers girl uh, running around with a gun that she thinks is a stick and shooting people because she thinks it's a fucking game. Because Rachel from Friends, she was held down by three dudes. <laughs> three dudes, yeah. Oh my god! Like they immediately described this scene that was just awful and out of nowhere. She's just talking about she's held down by three dudes. Yeah, I, I found it off. really, really off-putting, and again, it takes a lot to kind of. I think I, it's just probably because I wasn't expecting it, but like the casual like nature of the rape talk, and some of the other like like, Ugh, yeah, it's just like yeah. I didn't know this was that kind of show. She says "me too" before she talks oh, she about does, it. She's she like, does. She's like, "me too." She almost hashtags. That's it, Josh. <laughs> he was the first one before uh, two thousand six. Boom. Too. She okay. said "pound sign," "me too." Yeah, he gets no credit, Joss. Okay, we need to give Joss. More credit, okay? He's a feminist icon. <laughs> but anyway, Him too. Rivers killed the three guys that were on top of Rachel from Friends. And um, so they think maybe she just goes around killing people. Yeah, she's very, like, no one trusts her at all. She's doing she's doing weird shit, okay? To be fair, she earned this distrust. She's, like, chilling out on, like, bars trying to get a better listen to this conversation. She's, she does weird rafter ballet. Weird, yeah, exactly. What it is going on? It doesn't seem very safe. Joss calls this the Batgirl scene, by the way, if you guys want some in, inside commentary. The Batgirl um, scene? <laughs> yeah. The Batgirl. The Batgirl. I love... The, the you know the level of research that you do because no, we we couldn't say anything if you didn't we, you know, we wouldn't even think anything of it we'd be like well of course no one knows anything about this and that's what we're talking about but 
I appreciate yeah. it a lot. I still don't know much, anything about the show. I just yeah, know. but getting getting some Whedon quotes in there, like that's weeds. pretty good. Some weeds. I heard there's a movie, and people say, people will be like, Firefly is awesome. And then if you're like, it's actually kind of shitty, then they'll be like, well, yeah, it's kind of shitty, but the movie's really <laughs> good. And it's like, I don't trust you because you told me to watch the show in the first place. I've had people say that about Twin Peaks to me before. You know, like, oh, if you don't like the TV show, you'll definitely like Fire Walk with me. I'm like, no. No. I have, to be fair, I haven't watched either. I am like, I don't watch any of that uh, shit. I tried to. It was just thought it was boring. I don't know. I've watched it. It's just, if you don't like the show, you're not going to like the movie. <laughs> the movie is like condensed version of the show. It's yeah. just it blasted at you nonstop. I am actually positive that I would probably really like it. I'm touch a go with David Lynch, but I'm sure I'd really like it. Um, it, it wears on you. You really just, ugh. I don't. I haven't. I've tried so many times to finish it, but. Oh, but you haven't finished it. I still have not finished. Yeah. It. No, I got the second midway second season. I'm I mean, like, I know who did it. You Why know do what? I care. You know, I, I think a, a um a really like a leading factor in me not watching Twin Peaks after all these years is probably I hate Kyle McLaughlin so much. Like I hate his face. I've hated. Oh, him. that's the guy with the face. Yeah. I've I've hated I've hated Kyle <laughs> Just McLaughlin. You said face, and I knew who he was. <laughs> I knew I've hated Kyle McLaughlin since I. So he was the bad guy in Flintstones, and then he, he looked so weird in a oh my god, hanging out with Halle Berry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so funny, so good. Fuck? But I hate him. <laughs> and then I saw him because I was way too young, and I was whoa, way too young. I saw Showgirls when it came out. <laughs> he's really evil in that. He's oh, he's so shitty. They don't treat Jesse like that. She is saved by the bell. When's the bell gonna ring? Get her out of here. Okay, theme song, guys. How do you guys like the theme song? It's a piece of garbage. It was really weird. Oh, you didn't like find it. it bluesy, you guys? It's not bluesy in the slightest. Well, this is where it sets up that it's going to be a Western, which you really can't tell it it's a Western, except people say ain't and them thar hills and shit. And other than that, you can't tell that it's a Western, really, except there's like a random Western cosplay prostitute <laughs> who lives in like a palace of sheets. Oh, I thought the accents were very, very legitimate space western, which is a thing apparently. So, the west of space, <laughs> the west side of space. So, yes. do compasses compasses don't work in space? Wait, they don't. Oh, there's no magnet. Wait, yeah. there might be some magnets somewhere. There's gonna be a lot of norths, but yeah, there's gonna be a lot of different <laughs> norths. <laughs> According to Joss on the theme, he said, "Quote: This song I actually wrote before I wrote the pilot. The day I pitched the show, I went home." And wrote this song. Wanted to write a little blues song about what this it was song? like to lose the war and either die, be taken up into heaven, <laughs> or go out into space and abandon humanity. Which is what I sort of, uh, what Mal did. I don't know who Mal is in the show, but I'm sure it's a character of importance. <laughs> is it really writing a song if you just, like, make a bunch of weird puns with... A C G D A, like that's just every song. <laughs> it's just, it's you know, it's the feminist icon Joss Whedon at work. Like, what do you expect? Like, he, he does his magic. Yeah, I don't know about this. <laughs> I didn't like the theme song itself. Like, even just like the pic, the imagery for it was just off. It just looked like a really advanced slideshow with dirty widescreen borders. <laughs> yeah, like that's gotta be a font or a PowerPoint slide. That was really weird. Do you think when he wrote this song, he was thinking about his own feelings? He was like, take my love, take my land, take me where I cannot stand. Do you think yeah, he was feeling I think that? Probably talking about Buffy or something. I don't <laughs> care. I'm still free. You can't take the sky from me. No, we can take Firefly away from you. We can <laughs> and, and, cancel the shit out of you. And we can that. definitely take this guy away from you, too. Yeah, take you all can't the guys take this away. guy away from me. It's a love song. It's a decidedly gay moment. And is it really supposed to set the tone of, like, Western? Is that, like, why it sounds the way it does? Yeah, he's yeah. like, he, burn so the land and boil the sea. You can't take this guy from me. He seriously, um, he could have just like, totally skipped over having to write a song or like embarrass himself by putting this out there and saying I wrote it. He could have just gotten like some public domain like like 
old West Country song and put it on there and spent no money doing it. Some outlaw country. Yeah. Or, or like, Hank 3 could have wrote him a fucking song. And Hank 3, I mean, you know, I don't know where Hank 3 was or what he was doing in 02. <laughs> drugs. Or, you know, that's true. <laughs> Main, offering some drugs. Yeah. I, I don't want to say that Hank 3 was mainlining black tar heroin um, in some bathroom in Tuscaloosa around that time, but he may have. I'm just saying. Runs in the family. Runs in the fucking family. <laughs> but no, instead, Joss Whedon decided, you know, I've had, was Buffy over by that point? Ooh, was Ooh. Buffy, I think it was ending at that point. Like, I think either yeah. it ended that year or it was going to end the next year. Because it started in like, no, you know, it started in 97, 90, right? 90, and it went seven seasons. So, yeah. So, yeah, it was <laughs> ending around that time or mm. just ended. Maybe he was like, just finished filming. And they were like, Joss, we need another show. Buffy was so good. And he's like, I got yeah. an idea. I'm going to write this song real quick and I'll be right back. <laughs> he's probably always wanted to do a space Western. And I bet in college he used to hang out with his friends and be like, you know, it would be really cool, you guys, a space Western. But then he came up with Buffy and that sold because... It's it's like chick themed, chick superheroes. Yeah, yeah. It's like growing up, kids. Like chicks it's a likes good... to watch chicks on TV. Dudes like to watch chicks on TV. There's a lot of accidental collisions of like great themes going together that made Buffy good. And great actors. And I don't know what made Firefly good. Is what I'm wondering. No, he really thought that he could just <laughs> do anything. You're questioning all those people who you've met in life and been like, you gotta watch Firefly. Oh, and these people, like I, these are very particular people. These are people that stand out to me. These are people who are like, huh? These maybe are people I that I opinion. have sex with. Yeah, these yeah, are people that yeah. I, they love Firefly. They love Firefly. <laughs> What's up with that? People that I have shared beds and been intimate with, both of the flesh people and that of I've the emotions. Trusted. Yeah, really trusted to never lead me astray and when and to actually believe when they said I know you hate Joss Whedon on every other level but you got to watch Firefly. Gotta watch Firefly. And um I just want to say right now I'm calling you all out. You're you full don't. of shit. You're full of shit. This is awful. You don't have to watch it people just don't do it to yourself. And with that we're going to jump to Jubal's the Bounty Hunter. The Black Ranger. Yeah, the Black yes. Santa Power Ranger. He, um, <laughs> He's going to come down your chimney. <laughs> For a second, I thought this was going to be cool. Okay, we were 20 minutes in, and this bounty hunter just comes in, and he kicks the captain's ass, and I hated the captain. I hate the captain. Turns out he's Nathan Fillion, and everyone loves him. I hate the captain. He was in a c castle. He was in a castle. He show. was in a castle, apparently. <laughs> Disney castle. He was there once. Which one? Oh, shit. That's a very good question. Which Disney castle was he in? Which Cinderella's castle? castle? Probably Wait. the one in Hong Kong, right? Probably the Princess and the Pea one or something. I don't know. <laughs> the Princess and the Pea Pea. <laughs> <laughs> but I hate that captain. He like took the longest way to say like anything at all. I felt like Josh like really, really stressed on his lines. He like wrote the line, he's like, but nah, Nathan wouldn't say this. I gotta write it longer. And it's just kept going and going. I just got tired of listening to him. So I was glad Jubals just kicked his ass in like two seconds. Yeah, Jubals just came in from the ceiling of the shipping container and like kicked Nathan Fillion in the fucking tank. He tainted it. Yeah, Nathan Fillion tried to punch him, and dude just like hit him, turn him around, kicked him <laughs> in the tank, and then it looked like he was punched him in the ass, and then made him pass out. Yeah, the and, ass punch will make you pass out, people. <laughs> and then he finds uh Rachel from Friends in her Walmart shirt, and he's like, "Actually, I have this scene right here already on cue. Let's go ahead and play it for a second, so we can just get the." This is when the show flipped. I thought we got momentum. We got this guy kicking ass. This dude out of nowhere. He wants Rivers, by the way. That's his mission. Yeah. He wants Rivers. He's after. That's the only thing. So he that needs. whole conflict that's with it. Rivers being dumb has come to a head. With the bounty hunter wants her ass. And here's the clip. I like this ship. Serenity. That's the ship. Good looking. That's Jubal's. How, how did you get on? Strains the mind a bit, don't it? You think you're all alone? Maybe no, I'll come down to Chimney King. Bring presents to the good girls and boys. All right, Black Santa, we still doing good. Black okay, Santa. it's not too weird yet. Maybe I've always been here. Here we get a little bit weird. What do you want? That's a beating heart, isn't it? Pull off any one of a thousand parts, she'll just die. Such a slender thread. You ever been raped? 
What? 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 The what, fuck? what Excuse me. That's one of like I'm telling you, it's really uncomfortable. And she just went over that story earlier about like her almost being or being raped and then the three being guys. saved by the three guys, burgers and fries. <laughs> and then this triggering scene happens out of nowhere, and now we know the show is really, really racist. Okay, guys. Yeah, the only black man. Well, there are two black men in the show. One of them is the like monk guy yeah, who the, doesn't the, have the sex. sexless monk. Yeah. And the other one is a fucking rapist that jumps jobs out of the sky and just hits women all the time. Just hitting the women, and tying them hits up guys in the taints. Like and, he kind of rapes guys. With and his foot. point blank. will just ask a woman that you've just met. Have you ever been raped? I'm Santa Claus. You ever yeah. been raped? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coming down your chimney. Have you ever been raped? That's so many good pickup lines. Yeah, what the fuck, Jossie? Okay, what is this? Feminist icon Jossie. What is going on here? But he's supposed to be a bad guy, so the show's really feminist. Oh, yeah, so we should just continue this little stereotype. So he ties her up. He ties her up and... um, Like a pork for the roasting. Oh, yeah, what even happens next? He's just around the ship. He's just chilling about. He beats up people. Beats up people He beats up the monk, but then he's like, oh, the monk's not dead. He's just... He, he'll come to and it's he, like how do you know that he kicked him in the face he like slung down the stairs and kicked him in the face with a knockout what is with these knockout places that i did not know there's taint knockouts there is a face kick knockouts i want to say something before i forget because i should have said it when we were talking about the taint kicking oh, earlier yeah, these are some of the worst action scenes <laughs> i have ever seen in a um a television show that made it to like a major network now granted it's 2002 and i understand but they're claustrophobic mm-hmm. and not in the way where it's like, oh, it's atmospheric. You're in space. You're claustrophobic. Oh, my God. There's so much space, but there's no one there. Ugh. It's not used well at it all. It is bad. There's badly dangling from the rafters and stuff like yeah. dumb gimmick. Yeah. Badly shit. choreographed, badly shot, badly edited. Awful. I just had to say it make sure I don't didn't forget to call that. <laughs> whoever, whoever the choreographer or like fight coordinator was sucked. None of the gymnastics of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, yeah. which is weird because like the... You would think he would learn. That's what happens these usually on shows. Yeah. People who had like the second big show, they've learned all the tricks. This is awful. Well, you know, feminist mastermind Joss Whedon um, really felt that it was, um, I don't know, it was immersive because he built the whole set and he got to explore the whole thing. He built so. it himself. That well, makes sense. It looks well, like no, a he fucking didn't build diorama. It, <laughs> he, it's all one piece. You know, it's actually the ship. He was actually on the boat, you guys. It kind of reminds me of in Spice World. You know how they go around on that bus, but when they go inside the bus, it's this really huge place. Huge with a swing and everything. Yeah, oh and it kind of has forgot, two stories. That. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. It feels like the Spice World bus. They just painted everything like copper tones. I used to think that was possible. I used to think because I saw it in Spice World, that was a possibility. We could, If we get a tour bus, it's going to be that big, and I'm going to have the best time Well, ever. Discovery Zone in the shopping center seemed kind of like that. The storefront looked like it was a real small place. Yeah. And you go in, and it was bigger than it was from the outside. It just fucking was. I was going to say it's probably just a British thing because between Spice World and Harry Potter, they do that thing a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah a lot. <laughs> like, look at this meager, tiny tent. Oh, wow, this is a five-star hotel in here. I didn't know. Is it because they're all witches? I guess so. It's pretty magical over there. So, okay, River disappears, okay? I really don't know what happens between, like, do you remember her disappearing at all? No. Well, he's looking for her and can't find her. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's, that's how it's established. I don't know how she, she found out he was on the ship. I guess she was just noticing people dropping away. She can read minds. Oh, she can read intentions. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, she could tell that you have ill intentions. Cruel intentions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the cruelest intentions. So she somehow takes over the ship, apparently. Oh, yeah, it's the weirdest. I don't... Can you describe what happens? Because I all don't right, even so know. So he's looking for her. He's finally kicked all the taints and threatened to rape pretty much everybody except the <laughs> prostitute who is like, don't visit my intentions. Which oh, yeah. There's a professional prostitute in the show. She uh, trained in like schooling of prostitution to be a, like a fuck toy on this ship, apparently. Feminist mastermind Joss Whedon. It makes sense, okay? Joss yeah, but, Whedon. Yeah, but she's a prostitute, but it's like her character's deep. And she's educated, you guys. So not just saying all prostitutes Which are dummy dumbs. Which subverts what prostitutes normally are. Yeah, I read a philosophy book in ninth grade, okay? I know about prostitutes. <laughs> Sigma come loud. So, so uh, River takes over the intercom system and, I guess, the ship. She becomes the ship, right? Yeah, she's like, River is gone. I am no longer inside the ship. I am in the ship. 
I am the shit. <laughs> My name is Serenity now. And like Harry Brothers, it's like, well, my sister's a ship now. We had a complicated, complicated childhood. <laughs> and then, what is it? Jubal's just like, there's no way that this could happen. This is ridiculous. But it's, it's people just kind of accept they it. They went with it. They yeah. honestly believe it. They really believe this shit. It turns out, no, she, she's not a fucking ship, okay? But she's like 11. Like, 11 sometimes disappears into the whatever. Like, did they not know how they had an intercom system or something? Was that, like, the whole problem? And they're just like, whoa, what the... But she, <laughs> but she can, for real, read minds. And she's able to talk to each person and be like, Rachel from the Friends, you're supposed to be a mechanic. There are tools near you, probably. You could tie your, untie yourself. You have to be brave. And so Rachel... Gets super triggered again. Gets super triggered. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I guess just sort of frees herself. Yeah, they didn't really show it, and the captain somehow gets back up in an action. And then the dude, the t-shirt guy, who has all these guns, apparently. He has just a wall of guns up with, covered with a blanket. We thought he was going to get in action. No, he's just needing a blanket. I guess they threw that in there because they're like, oh, shit, we forgot to include this guy in the episode. No, it's because he's <laughs> napping the whole time, and he's the good guy with the gun. Good guy with the gun. The good guy with the triple gun G is status. Yeah, that's some comment on gun control, you guys. Which, by the way, Joss really is against guns. That's why he didn't have any guns fired. Even though he did include guns, he admitted it. He felt a little bit weird for including they guns. They had one gun go off, shoot that guy in the leg. Oh, yeah, someone did get shot in the leg. People oh, there was the gun it. in the beginning of the episode where the girl has it in her hand. It was always the point of conflict. Yeah. 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 yeah you had to shoot somebody if you have it. But, okay, so we <laughs> figure out, um, ooh, ooh. All these Hollywood perverts hate guns. She just reveals. Isn't that weird that all like the Hollywood, like yeah, all these Hollywood perverts are all like the most left-leaning, like on the surface, like rational, rational people. They're such nice guys. Yeah, they're such. It's it's all nice guy shit. That's all it is. Fucking nice, you guys. I guess uh, you know if you have like a detachable dick as a gun, that works out. I don't know. Yeah, but the way this Power Ranger guy, this Black Santa uh, rapist bounty hunter. He the way he talks, he like philosophizes about everything. He's, he he actually <laughs> mansplains what a gun is. He's like, this gun of mine, very beautiful Masterpiece. but functional. <laughs> and he loves the interior of the, the CrossFit gym. He's like, wow, look at the interior. I love how the walls cave in. I like this ship. Ooh, let me lick this pole. He licks a pole like in the middle of this nasty, grimy-looking <laughs> place that looks like the Matrix's actual inside ship thing. That was Black Santa who did that, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, he licks a pole early. His name is Early. These names are so st- River, Early, Book. Someone is named Book. Wait, I didn't who's look Book. I didn't look to I think Book might be the brother. Book. Xander. Yeah, Book is Xander. Xander fake ass Xander. Fake Xander. I like hate this show bitch. so much. <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Did he like have someone help him with Buffy to make it work out? That was just Well, the actors were better because Rachel from Friends doesn't know where her ass is. <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like because I've seen all the friends and I, I know Jennifer Aniston's pretty good, I'm just like, oh, God, this is just poor her. Yeah. Poor her. She shouldn't have to be associated with this. Uh, she's like the... not Poor K- Jen. She's not even like Kmart version. She's like the Family Dollar version. Oh, Family Dollar does sell clothes. See? And those big old messy racks, they would sell that shirt. I bet I could find that shirt and her cargo pants. So uh, a little bit of Me Too time. Back to Me Too. There is another Me Too. They're even bigger Me Too. And this was made after um, he was canceled. I'm pretty sure like they threw together the episode. I don't know if the script was made. But they threw together the episode after the show was canceled. So there was like a big like ship ship rape metaphor while River was pretending to be the ship of the intercom system that nobody yeah, knew Yeah, she's like, you have bad intentions. You He either killed animals or fucked animals when he was a child. A little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. and then he cleaned up. You cleaned up. Cleaned up afterwards. Everything was nice and polished. You lie, bounty hunter man. And also, what else does she say? Oh, she's like, you invaded my ship and hurt my crew. You invaded my insides and hurt my crew. She's talking about her uh, like uterus and stuff. Yeah, he just invaded like the shit out of it. So it's a heavy rape metaphor, even more so because the dude talks about rape constantly, constantly, casually, at length, like a guy on Reddit who has taken one college course and his favorite movie is Taxi Driver. And his favorite show is Firefly, by the way. And his favorite show is Firefly. <laughs> this is how he honestly talks and he practices in the mirror and thinks it's badass to have monologues. 
Yeah, that first rapey scene, Joss actually says this in the commentary. He says, quote, this was one of those scenes that, you know, you write and you worry that maybe you're not as good a person as you hoped you were. He really said that? Yeah, you filmed this scene and everybody kind of wants to avoid you for the rest of the day. It really is just as creepy as possible. And then he had that girl tied up. He's a feminist mastermind, okay, obviously, but... That's how he gets away with it. Everyone knows his intentions are 110% pure. I'm a mechanic. She's a a superhero and she's a woman. She does gymnastics, so. She's a woman. And then the girl who plays River, it was a ballerina, a young ballerina. And he just had to pick her up for this. Had to. (laughs) You can definitely act in a movie where you don't do any ballet. Picked her up for this. (laughs) And just walked her to Firefly side. You were going to love it. I'm going to put you in the storage container and just walk around looking doe-eyed and say nothing while men talk. <laughs> so, okay. Um, douche. Uh, yeah. Douche t-shirt. What is on his fucking shirt? What is we still? Oh, yeah. We went over that. It I'm looks like, like, in, like in a classic, like, but like a bootleg of a Jack Kirby painting. I don't know if you've ever seen one of those, but like Jack Kirby yeah. was a very, very, very famous illustrator for comic books. Or like the Kmart version of a like Led Zeppelin type band. Yeah, t-shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, you know, very artistic and you can look at it and it's vaguely familiar. But that's that's where they get you. I'm pretty sure we talked like a solid five minutes about how weird these clothes are. Like how distracting can clothes be in a show? Like how well, when the show is this boring. Oh, yeah. And this kind yeah. of like, because think about it in a sense of like just watching this, not really watching it for a show or doing anything, just watching it. You would, you'd, you'd be looking at your phone the whole time. Yeah, you space out hard. It's Maybe, so yeah. boring. T-shirt and a brown leather vest because <laughs> it's a Western, but it's modern and it's in space. And then um, you've got uh, that other chick who's wearing like hippie clothes, like the peasant style shirts and like a little hippie necklace. Was that the prostitute or not? Or that was, was that the, not the That was the shooter lady. The okay. prostitute is wearing a fucking robe the whole time. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the uniform. Okay. Even though there's so much shit there to trip on, it's ridiculous. All right, so um, let's... This ending. Okay, River apparently fooled Jubal over the intercom system. She's like, okay, so... Psych, I'm not really a ship, but I'm in your ship. And um, I can go with you. I will be your bounty, baby. Just, like, get back to the <laughs> ship, and it'll be cool. And so he's like, oh, okay, let's chill. After he's- she kind of talks about bullying, like, no one really wants me here anyway. It's better if I just fade away. Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, baby, you're making the right choice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fade away. Continue on with your long monologue that just sounds like bad poetry. But so I talk like this. I'm a great actress. And then Nathan Fillion comes out of nowhere. Like, like as soon as Jubals is outside of the ship, Nathan Fillion just pops out with a guitar noise. Boom. <laughs> Sounds like the arrow noise that, that some computers have. And he's like, not so fast. And then he just throws Jubal into space. Yeah, he throws him <laughs> into space, which like in this show, you can float in space for a little bit if you float in a straight direction. But if you float just a little bit to the left of that direction, just a little bit, you are flung out into space and you can't swim back. But meanwhile, the River's Phoenix girl, she gets to just gracefully float off the ship in the direction of their ship. Oh, yeah. And like wait a it's minute. nothing. Jubals did this at the beginning. He just, like, descended onto the ship. Like, he Jesus. Oh, I really was afraid <laughs> there was going to be a Jesus thing in this episode because he did Jesus down onto the he ship. He is Black Santa. He is Black Jesus. And, and Black Jesus. And to be fair, in this, in, you know, the time of year we are right now, I think I think Santa owns uh, Christmas a little bit more than the, than the old man. What about the Beatles? I mean, the Beatles... They're black, too. Look, the Beatles are definitely still bigger than Christ, but Beatles are not as big as Santa Claus. They're all black. Let's just get that out of the way, okay? They we are, know our they're history. They're all... Megyn Kelly. Yeah, Megyn Kelly. <laughs> yeah, fuck. She would not like this uh, show. <laughs> and we don't like her. Yeah, we don't. Okay. So... I, I, I don't like her. I get it. I know what you're going to say. I <laughs> enjoy hating her. Yeah. 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 I get it. She's Newsy Dunham. I think it's kind of hot when she's really, like real <laughs> bitchy to guys. Yeah, I like her new haircut a lot, actually. But she's like a domination it. fantasy for conservatives. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> she's just so mean sometimes. <laughs> like, I wouldn't want to hug her. <laughs> okay, so I, how do we... Like, what is the end of this episode? What, what 
what stood out in that last scene? Because there was like one long, like minute long frame that just went from everybody. It checked up on the whole crew and shit. There's no cliffhanger. This was supposed to go on for seven. What is? What are we hanging on here? Yeah, and the will they or won't they romance was milk Not toast and lukewarm. Yeah, I, I, it's obvious to me that they knew that it was going to be kind of. Uh, they knew beforehand before filming it they were going to be canceled, because they don't even try to do the cliffhanger. Yeah, every every. Or just about every you would think season finale of any TV show ever, you hook them to bring them back for season two. Even if you think you're gonna get canceled, just do it. Yeah, but they could have done like a Stranger Things type thing where it's like the first season really was a closed up whole story, and then you had a twist ending at the end where he, you know, he's still it. there. Oh you know? yeah, that's true. Remember because he's in the bathroom and he's like, he has the like the full blown freak out, and then that's how the show ends. Like, oh man, he's still kind of on the other side, on the upside down. Because he has down. PTSD. Yeah. It's a yeah. metaphor. Yep. He did. Awesome. Did you watch season two? I have not. I'm not finished with it. Though. Yeah. So we got to see. Yeah. This is so much better a show than <laughs> this space Western. It's horrible show. Oh, my God. And it ends with a river playing jacks with the crew to show that the crew now trusts her. And she's one with the crew. Yeah. She's friends. Oh, and she... the objects in space. This was a big deal for Jossie. Okay. So Jossie, uh... he, his first grasp of this objects philosophy that you were speaking of earlier object oriented ontology exactly exactly his first grasp of it was an understanding that a ball yes a ball is round a thing and a ball you see you can disassociate it from what it is because or a it's gun only, or it's a gun or, or it's a, a tree. stick exactly you're getting the objects in space it's really it's full circle but it also represents girlhood <laughs> because Rivers just wants to be a child because her whole teen years, she was being tortured in a lab and they turned her brain into scrambled eggs. Yeah, she is on so many drugs right now. That's how She's not really having these visions. Like, she's just tripping. She only thinks hard. she can read minds. She <laughs> hears voices. But she's playing Jax with uh, Rachel from Friends, Kmart Rachel. And uh, Rachel's talking about there was this boy I liked, and it turned out he was 14. He must have been some genetic experiment. Like, she's what talking about fuck? a 14-year-old boy's giant dong. Yeah, she's like, he was like, uh. While they play jacks? Yeah, this is... It's like Joss, Michael Jackson shit. Joss Whedon, feminist legend. Ah, mastermind. Icon. Legend. I'm like, ugh. Hashtag iconic visionary i bet okay. he's great to be married to oh i bet he's terrific apparently like his wife tells him things that he didn't realize about the show when writing it like he'll like she'll like point out stuff about like uh, buffy and firefly like that he didn't know about his character she's like oh wow thank you for the discovery <laughs> so she enabled him yeah basically she yeah. <laughs> thought this was great i'm assuming she thought oh wow jubilees is a really great representation i'm glad you finally include diversity in your show Oh my god. She didn't really say that, but no. I hope she did. I mean, I don't think she would. She seems smart. Hopefully. We can only hope. She was just taken in by this guy, like people are. I think it's really telling that at the very end, you see uh, Black Santa floating in space. And he's like, well, I guess I'm just out here in space. Well, here I am. Like, yeah. Yeah. I hope. And he's just going to float in space until he withers. Kind of like what they're doing to Louis C.K. right now. It's like. It's very timely, even though it's 2002. Oh, yeah. It's like he was trying to take on concepts of rape. Yeah, yeah, on T on Fox, no less. That is actually okay. A little bit of credit you and know? get it pun get the rapist punished. Yeah, yeah, not in a graphic way. It's just a very after school special type attempt. We could if we could edit this down to seven minutes. I think it may be worth watching for a really, seven a, minutes it'd be a really really good like kind of high budget psa they could show on vhs tape to kids on like the big tv on the wheels into you know <laughs> in elementary school microfilm uh, how do you think this pitch went for this show like okay um <laughs> space what is it, guys guys okay look i my favorite movie when i was younger was star wars oh okay. and my but my favorite character was like Han Solo. So I always thought, wouldn't it be funny if we just had a movie of like space cowboys? Oh wow! And um, they wouldn't do the movie, so we decided a TV show. And here we are today. Um, yeah, oh, seven years later, after a great run. <laughs> 
can we make the can we can we make my show yeah go home right now and make that theme song okay i want to hear it it sounds like a terrific idea you we're know? really seeing this as a seven season layered maybe an anthology show <laughs> everyone's gonna love it by the way we're gonna play the third episode first that first episode two hours long what is this See, that is that's really 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 <laughs> strange that yeah and that's something that happens in tv again a lot and you know we uh, we were talking about it earlier with the uh, the Clerks animated series that did the same thing and this came on Fox right yeah yeah this came on Fox uh, the Clerks one was on ABC which shows every channel will do that uh, well we think episode three will be a better relate to them yeah yeah it'll, it'll hook them in and we can go back to episode one probably felt more like Buffy like there was more banter uh, yeah. less weird forced plot development yeah. Makes sense if you, you you need to hook people immediately and get the good jokes in, so people think, well, I'll check out season two. And if you and if they watch three or four, it's a routine. But there's nothing to there's nothing to grasp you in Firefly because okay, two things I've never had experience with. I've never been in the wild wild west, and I've never been in space. I, there's nothing. I've been in school. Buffy got me with the school. You know, I've been around pale people. I've never been to the wild wild west, but <laughs> I know <laughs> that they don't talk like that. Nobody talks like that. What, there's nothing on this ship that you're glad about? There's nothing on this ship you're glad about? Like, who says that? <laughs> it just felt it felt like bad, not researched writing, and Rivers was like Encino Woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Which, did, were they planning on making Encino, Encino Woman? I don't know. We should if they're not. Like. You know, they talked about sequelizing Encino Man for a long time, which has always seemed kind of like a punchline to me. Like, that's a joke in itself. <laughs> like like uh, the Mean Girls sequel Lindsay Lohan wants so badly. Well, of course she does. <laughs> she wants someone to look at her and not in, in some kind of different way. She but could just make it herself with some storage containers like Firefly. Boom. She, or go to CrossFit and just do it, apparently. Yeah, just go to the CrossFit. Speaking of Mean Girls, this is a total diatribe. I'll just say it real fast. All right, go for it. Have either of you guys seen Heathers? Yes. yes. Okay. I hadn't seen that movie in probably 20 years, and I watched it last week just on a whim on Netflix. Man, that is such a better Mean Girls. I, I love that movie. Yeah, it's definitely darker. See, now i got to watch both of those back-to-back before I can make a claim like this. Yeah. I don't know. I like Mean Girls, hard. though. I love me some Mean Girls, but I, I it's didn't, been a long time. I don't know. Maybe I'd like Mean Girls more now than I did when it came out. When it came out, I was just... I probably couldn't take the humor of it. Yeah, I mean, at the time, I liked Fever Pitch when that came out. Really? It was around the same... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you love sad. that? Oh, I love Fever Pitch. Oh, my God. It's so <laughs> wet. He loves baseball, but she's like a teacher. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Drew. <laughs> I always get Fever Pitch and Pitch Perfect mixed up. Fever Pitch Perfect. <laughs> uh, they're singing at a, at a Boston Red Sox game. And Jimmy Fallon just can't stop laughing. <laughs> Everybody loses. I think the unsettling thing about this show, though, really, is the way they go from these really bad jokey exchanges to, you ever been raped by Th- Santa that's Claus? What I'm, that's yeah. what I'm saying. When it hits you, it comes out of fucking nowhere. And I'm sure that's why he did it. I'm sure that you know it's on purpose to kind of grab you because it's a heavy th- subject. He's a legendary feminist, and he wants you to know that rape is very bad, and sometimes it comes out of nowhere. You can't be prepared for rape all the time. So, yeah, there you go. I also feel like um, I think – I don't know. I have a theory. I think that the blonde guy, the one from Dodgeball, I think – The pirate. Yeah, I think <laughs> that he – was the comic relief really of the show, but he just like was sleeping through the entire episode. <laughs> so I, we completely lost him. Yeah, so we had no real like comic. We had no there real was a Xander. masturbation joke. There was. There, very yeah, he early did. On. Oh, the candles thing. He was. Yeah. He also talked to t-shirt guy. He's like, well, it better be somewhere with candles if you're gonna take me out. Oh yeah, like you want to fight, buddy? It, it's just so dumb. <laughs> this is three out of four shows where we have watched the show. I have known an actor who's on the show. And then they're not in the episode at all. What actor? The well, uh, the pirate guy. I knew the pirate guy from Dodgeball was in the show. That's like the only guy I knew who was in the show. At least he was in the episode as opposed to Ron Perlman. That's he true. Was a or a uh, sleeping daddy, not yeah, an sleeping absentee daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> daddy needs a little rest. <laughs> Don't wake daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, uh, okay, so you guys want to hear some answers on some uh, things, I guess? I'm well, just dying to know what Joss Whedon what, has to say about himself. Yeah, legendary feminist icon Jossie. College freshmen love to talk about their own work. 
So, while he was on the commentary track, he got to talk. He got to talk, I guess, the entire time. But And he uploaded it to his website and transcribed it. But, you know, you got to talk about your episode. So, uh, Rivers' power. Do you guys want to know a little bit about uh, Mila Nojevich's power? Why not? Okay. Well, quote, what we're seeing, obviously. 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 <laughs> are psychic visions of things we've either heard or don't yet understand. Oh. Huh? Does that answer all your okay. questions? Yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand don't either, understand. but she would, okay? She oh, he's talking about the Buddhist ineffable. I sh- okay. <laughs> Boom. He read that one book, dude. That's all he had. I read a book once, Joss. Wow, you need to write Firefly. That's what you need to do. I Next really season. need to. You know what would have Space Western be a good idea? Oh, my God. That's a fantastic. Like the frontier and the front. Oh, it connects. Boom. Boom. I'm going to give you. You should write the theme song right now, okay? <laughs> Let's see. Okay, and Gunstick, if you want to know more about Rivers picking up a stick that turned out to be a gun, he says, but the fact of the matter is that they are grotesque in their functions, guns. So the idea that Rivers sees in them something beyond the idea of a weapon makes her a good person. I don't understand why being able to flatten the value of different objects um, makes you a good person. I think it makes you a bad person because you're seeing this stick, this thing that we normally associate with nature, and you're like, yeah, this is fucking nature. Guns are nature to you? Is this second nature? Are you killing folks? She did kill three people. And she didn't even what? have to read a book to Guns be are... able to understand that. Guns are boomsticks. Um, Maybe yeah. that's the combination. Yeah, that's, that's where it is. I thought yeah, it was just like it's supposed to be an olive branch or some shit. I don't know. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot they were in space for a minute because I thought they were at a CrossFit and just thought like, oh, maybe a stick flew in. Yeah, or maybe they have like a nature part. Some ships do have like a little aquarium, a bonsai tree, like boom. in um, Cowboy Bebop, which is a better space such western. A, oh my god, such a better space western. <laughs> or American Astronaut, better space western. I mean, all those probably inspired this. Jesus. Well, Every give them other low-budget space western type project actually is probably a better space western. Cowboys versus aliens. Space western <laughs> in my fucking bathroom. I have not seen. Is that actually a good movie? I have never seen Cowboys versus oh, Aliens. Okay. I, you know, I love Daniel Craig. I love do. me some Daniel Craig. Oh, okay, he loves some DC. I love some DC. He's uh pretty great and everything. And even that, I was like, Daniel Craig and Harrison Ford. Just doesn't seem right. Not watching that. I'm sure yeah. Harrison Ford is going to mumble for two hours, and Daniel Craig's going to just look like he's getting his ass kicked. Harrison Ford is at the age where all he can do is like rescue his daughter and retire from the CIA in movies. Like, <laughs> that's that's about it, and not even in a badass way. Just incidentally rescue his daughter from the mall, <laughs> pick her up when she gets off work at the Cinnabon. He'll, he'll say, "Oh, fine, you fucker." That's him. <laughs> Okay, and an explanation on the river ship. River being the sh- I am the ship. Okay, the thing that just river didn't Phoenix. make it. Yeah, River Phoenix being a ship and for this last role. It was very masterful. But <laughs> Jossie said, a lot of people were able to watch this and actually think that she had become part of the ship because they didn't know. I mean, she had a fucked up childhood with her brother. Yeah, and she was psychic. And That's like a whole Dr. Phil episode right there. I like that he... Sister's a ship. <laughs> he's so... Uh, I like that he's so like proud of himself that he was able to right? trick people. You well, just say it and we'll fucking believe it. It's yeah. a show. We're watching this. Like, yeah. What do you think is going on? And then he said, we talk about being psychic. They didn't know how far in science fiction we were going to go. Whoa. <laughs> and the fact of the matter is, psychic was exactly as far as I was prepared to go. She wasn't going to become a ship. But the idea that you might believe it makes you look at the ship in a new way. Makes you understand her in a different way. You know who did that better? Futurama. So <laughs> much better. Oh Bender's like dating the ship. Yeah, that was a way. Oh my God. That's a good way to spend 30 episodes. Oh, much which better ship. Short episode. We were really happy about that, mainly because it was a shitty show. But 45 minutes, that's a good thing about this show. It's not 90 minutes. He M. Night shyamalan <laughs> us in 45 minutes, sort of. Yeah, not at all. I was all. only willing to believe it because the whole show is so full of dumb shit. I'm like, all right. <laughs> that makes sense. This like, is the dumb shit I don't logic. care that she's a shit, but I guess she's a shit now. And that's what I was, you know, trying to get at in a large way. Besides just having a lot of fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that is Jossie right there see everyone who uh that was extra funny for me because not only do i get to hear him oliver say that 
his uh, the face the face you made. Oh, I was growing uh, out my tongue it. out. You, you know, were in it, man. I was in it. I absolutely love it. So, um, I, hang on. I also love that our characterization of Joss Whedon <laughs> just kind of goes back and forth between being flamboyantly gay to being a total stoner bro guy who like dropped out of grad school and it's just like living in his mom's basement right now but he's real smart and he's going to get back on his he feet. Read that philosophy book. <laughs> he knows a couple chords. Oh yeah, he does know how to make it a little theme song. You can't take this guy from me. Uh, yeah, it reminds me of something like they would write uh for one of those characters on Kids in the Hall. Like the guy who uh, thinks yeah. he's a rocker. <laughs> I was like, like Bruce McCullough would come on and play that. Yeah, Bruce McCullough's like, take my love, take my land. I'm going to make a space western when I grow up. You know, I know you guys have never seen Friends, but that's exactly the way Phoebe plays the guitar and sings. Like, And that's like one of her big jokes is that like she'll sit up in the coffee house and be like, my mother is dead. She killed herself on Christmas day. I hate myself. And it's just like, we'll walk away. Like Robin Sparkles yeah. from How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your I've never seen the show. Ooh, might have to do a little explaining over here. That went on for a long time. Too long, I'd, some would say. I would say, personally, the me would say it. But, okay, so where do you guys, Um, I don't, I honestly don't want to see any more of this, but would you guys have any interest in seeing Serenity, the show pilot, or Serenity, the movie? Two hours of that? Four hours. <laughs> it was two different ones, yeah. <laughs> um, you'd have to pay me. Yeah. You'd have to pay me to watch that shit. It's actually on YouTube. I didn't know, but it's on YouTube, super widescreen for now. I probably just ruined it being on YouTube <laughs> if you guys start checking it out. Does that girl change her shirt ever? Which what the Walmart shirt? Any of them? Does do any of them shirt? change their shirt? <laughs> yeah. Do they ever go to Target? Yeah, I don't know if the ship ever lands at Target. I hope so at some point. Honestly, but... Target is actually better than that shirt. That really is a faded glory shirt. Yeah, that's oh, that really is Dollar General, <laughs> like the five dollar clothes. You can get that and some cargo pants, some flip flops. Okay, does anyone like anything from Jossie? I, mean, I like Buffy, and I like... Uh, I really like Buffy. Cabin in the Woods. Both Buffy's. Per personally. Have you seen that? Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. I haven't. You've not seen that? Mm -hmm. Okay, that was actually like a good little comedy horror movie. Maybe if I saw it again, I might hate it more. No, no, no. I, 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 I knew people who saw it and liked it. I remember. But we know people that like Firefly, okay? That's, so it's hard. You know what? Can't My trust God. people. They're the same people. Oh, exactly. They're the same yeah, fucking people. Exactly. So it's hard. It's hard to tell. I might have to like go through all my Jossies. And I... I do want to check out uh, what's his dollhouse? Is that his other show? I want to see the finale of that show at some point, but not after. We can't joss it back to back, okay? Too oh, much feminism. No. Way too much feminism, Way you guys. Way too much feminism. I mean, it's called Dollhouse. Yeah. So obviously, it's feminist icon at, at work. <laughs> Clearly. Was anyone else like kind of confused and not surprised when his wife came out and was like, Joss Whedon isn't the feminist icon you think he is? <laughs> and it's like, I never thought that. <laughs> no. I didn't know that anyone thought that. Like I had no idea that he had that reputation. He thinks Buffy that. was good, but it was about like a hot girl who does gymnastics in high school to kill vampires that are trying to fuck people. Like that's the fucking show. Yeah, and she has like a weird rapey stuff with um, what is it, Spike too? Like it's just a bunch of. Oh yeah, there's S and M. Yeah, she gets chained up. Well, like I think rape and problems of that nature. Or like the harassment nature or like taking advantage. That's really the only thing that Joss Whedon knows how to like use to connect to women and then call himself a feminist because he says that those people who do that are bad on TV shows. Like, I love you, daddy. Louis C.K. Oh, man. That's what Louis C.K. was trying to do. He's trying to get in front of it and explore it and understand uh, it. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> and like, that's all Woody Allen does. Woody Allen makes a fucking career out of it. And uh, Kate Winslet thinks that he's half woman inside. <laughs> hashtag me too episode uh what is um what next what is next everyone what what are we what are we gonna come to do we want to do one of the explains the show explains we, um, we, we gotta try one of those eventually and this is no it's downton abbey because downton abbey the uh, finale is christmas it is christmas themed, yeah and we had black santa this year i mean this week and next week we're gonna do christmas english santa go fly me <laughs> <laughs> Right. Christmas Day. It'll be just like uh, Alex Drake from Pretty Little Liars, except everybody. So, so <laughs> none of us have seen Downton Abbey. I haven't. Have you? No. Booyah. We have. Wow. I bet. 
So many people are pissed at that. I don't know. Because I get a, suggested that all the time. I hear it's so a really guys. good show. I feel like you got to have a bigger uterus Michelle to enjoy Obama it. likes it. you got to have a uterus that's big enough to fit all your cats, <laughs> and then you get real cozy, and you watch Downton Abbey, and you got to have a boyfriend who's a real plush pillow. and uh, An a, anime love pillow, basically. Yeah, he's a, a he's a plush pillow of a man, a real pushover, <laughs> and he'll oh. watch Downton Abbey with you and eat ice cream with you while your uterus fills with cats. Ooh. That's what I'm gonna be doing this week, you guys. Well, Christmas. Christmas. Where can we watch Downton Abbey? Oh shit! If um, <laughs> if, if, if yeah, <laughs> it's a British show. It might be on Dude, YouTube. Dude, the library, fucking library. Oh yeah, fucking library. You know they got a library. Oh yeah, they grandmas and shit be written DVDs. Okay, we'll have to watch it all together. Which uh, which is how I prefer. I like watching the show with you guys. It's better together. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, 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 don't leave, don't leave, because you should be um, signing up to us on um, all the major sources, such as the SoundClouds. You can go find us on the um, the YouTubes. You can find us on the Facebook. The Facebooks. And Instagram. Oh, the Twitters. We're, do we do a Twitter? Do we have this? We, do we have, have it. We do have a Twitter. Who are we? I don't, like, at something. Oh, fuck. Okay. Our podcast is called So What I Miss. So What I Miss. And apparently we missed the Twitter tag, but we'll find out and maybe you will too. And But we're also on Facebook mm-hmm. at So What I'd Miss. And Instagram at, uh, shit, find us. Just It's oh, a simple title. <laughs> so What I Miss Podcast. Just find us. Follow us. Love us. Support us. Rate and review and subscribe. We're on us. iTunes, guys. Are we? We are. We're on iTunes. We're on iTunes. You should re- review the shit out of us, you guys. Give us those stizdinars, okay? Is that it? Is that anybody want? Who reviewed us on? Before we go, who reviewed us on uh, was it, Facebook? It was Antonio. Oh, was it? Okay. Antonio Alonso, our very special uh, member of our family. Nice. Okay. See, you guys be like Antonio. We should probably not say that, but five star reviews. Boom. Okay. Oh, he's definitely getting a tote bag. It's the holiday season, guys. Yeah, with James Gandolfini's face on it, okay? If you want James Gandolfini, love us. We could bring him back. We could bring him back.